Do you have a dream that you've been sitting on for months, for years? I think we all have. But the important thing is that you manifest those dreams. Well, I'm here to tell you about a great, great, great brand. Manifest your dreams. Dreams become reality. That's right, guys. So make sure you check them out at www.manifestyourdreams.com. They have wristbands, t-shirts, hats, and all different colors. Amazing, amazing. Just make sure you go check them out on IG and Facebook at Manifest Your Dreams. Let's get to the show. Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. <laughs> See the pyramids along the Nile. <laughs> See the sunrise in the tropic isles. So why don't we stay a while? <laughs> you belong to me. At the marketplace okay. in O. Testing, testing, one, two, testing. Hey guys, welcome to the Godly Vibes Only Podcast. I'm your host, Monisha. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. You know, um, all the ways that you could check me out, I'm going to go ahead and go over them, but y'all should already know if you're a listener, if you're an avid listener, you should already know how to check me out at www.godlyvibesonlypodcast.com as well as my um, Apple iTunes Um podcast where there you can listen to the podcast at the handle godly vibes only podcast as well as my ig page which is godly vibes only podcast i'm on facebook now you can check me out there so y'all hit me up send me some messages let me know what you're thinking about the show i know it's been a minute i've been gone um you know i hate being away from you guys but you know life happens so but today i have a special guest on the show for a while, I've been wanting to bring her on. Hi, Mommy. Hi, how are you? <laughs> good. I'm doing good. Good. So, as many of you know, my mom, Kathy, her name is Kathy. So, I'm having her on the episode today because of um, my vibe of the week. Um, I'm basically going to be talking about overcoming grief. So, it's going to be an interesting show. You ready, Mom? Yes, I am. Okay, so we're going to be talking about a couple of things. So we're going to go ahead and get into the show. Um, the first uh, segment of the show is my vibing worldwide. And I wanted to talk about Nipsey Hussle. Mom, you know who Nipsey Hussle is? Now I do. <laughs> I did not know who the young man was before, but I, um, from watching TV and I uh, actually watched his funeral, mm-hmm. um, uh, a very, very impactful young man yes yes he was i chose him for the vibe more wide segment because 
Um, Vibing Worldwide for me is just basically people around the world spreading godly vibes, like my good news stories, right? Mm -hmm. But I used him because I felt like he was just a great example of a human being. And for those who don't know who he is, definitely look him up. Um, His passing really hurt a lot of people because it was unexpected. Um, You know, I feel like his life was taken um, from him, you know, early. Um, But just the impact that he had in his community. um, And I really appreciated the fact that, um, you know, he wasn't what they typically, you know, like a church person. You know what I'm saying? People always assume that if God is going to use you, that you have to like be like a holy roller. You got to go to church every Sunday. You got to go. And this was just, I feel like this was just a guy who was raised by a good family he had good surroundings even though he came up in the hood you know he came up in a hard area um you know he still he he blossomed he bloomed and he gave back to his community yes he did and i think that is what's so important why so many people were hurt because they didn't understand why somebody would want to take his life you know we all do have i think everybody has an enemy but when you're trying to help people, you're like, who would want to hurt someone if you're trying to help people? That tends to happen, you know, throughout, you know, the country, throughout the world and throughout centuries and times where people have tried to do things to help other people and they die. Jesus, he tried to help people and he had to, he had to pay, you know, he died. Yeah. But that price... He had to die. It was he, he had to die in order to pay the price for us. Right. But um, as far as uh, the young man, um, Nipsey Russell. Hustle. Hustle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Farrakhan was getting that wrong too um, <laughs> at the funeral. But um, he, from what they were, from what I heard, he was a very. Um, uh, he loved the Lord first yeah. of all. God was first, first in his with, life. In yeah, his life, you could definitely tell. And that. and that showed. Um, he loved his family. He loved the community. Yeah. And that's what we all have to be about: is the community. We as African Americans have to come together like that. And um, coming from California yeah. and living in the Los Angeles area, that's right, mom. You for what? And th- what has happened is they. These people came together. Yeah. And that's in itself is a miracle from God. He served his purpose. Yeah. We don't know what God has in store for us. We don't know where God's going to bring us home. But whatever purpose he served, he made an impact. He did. And he opened up a center. He did uh, a computer center, I guess, um, where he was. Yeah, like in Silicon Valley or something. Like he brought in people who were working in Silicon Valley or something and then brought them down to, to where he was them. to help with the kids in the neighborhood, which I thought was amazing because mm-hmm. you don't think that those people will actually even do something like that. But right. he brought, he, he, he made that connection between the two worlds. He did. And I thought that was really dope too. Like, I think that, you know, because of the topic of overcoming grief, um, this episode, I mean, what, what, tools do you think that you could give to the people who are grieving to somebody that they don't even know but they knew about him they knew how good of a person he was like like for us we didn't know him but it did hurt in some kind of way that that person Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying passed 
and we didn't know him personally, but we were directly affected because it, it is our community in some kind of way. Well, I think that people should understand one thing that he served a purpose. Yeah. Remember what he's done. What he's done has impacted the entire area there. Um, kind of like Jesus. Yeah. When Jesus died, he impacted a lot of people. So when he left here, he left a legacy. Yeah. This young man left a legacy. He did. This man young this young man died at 33 and Jesus died at 33. Yeah. I look at that, it's just irony. Right, yes, that it's is ironic. irony. Yeah. But um as far as who he is and what he's done, I believe he served the purpose of God. Now, we have no control over what idiots and what people do right. when they want to kill somebody because they're jealous or whatever. But what we have to understand as people of God and people that don't know God, right. that we, we have to know that at some point in life that we're going to be judged for what we do. And this young man, apparently, whatever he did, um, he turned himself in from what they were saying. Yeah. But, you know, he has to answer to God. That's right. Not just a man, but to God. So, you know, we have to repent. But, you know, when you pray for him, too. And and you do need to pray for him. That's first and foremost. Yeah. But but as far as um, what happened to the young man... He, he, I know he had children, he had a wife, yeah. but we just have to remember what he did and continue on with that legacy. Don't stop. Yeah. Don't stop doing what he did. He gave us some tools. He said, go and buy property. Right. This young man was like... Right, way ahead of his he time. He was like way he was ahead of his time. Way ahead of his mm-hmm. time, yeah. And so by him saying that, that that even told me, Kathy, you need to go out and buy some property, <laughs> you know, and that's true. Yeah. And so um, even though my dad used to tell us that, but, you know, when you're young, you don't think about that. Yeah, yeah. But this young man, God gave him enough yeah. knowledge and he was and trying to influence a generation. Uh-huh. And then you know. do, do you know what could happen if everybody followed his path mm-hmm. and and and. Did the things that he said, like buying property and getting your education, learn, you know, um, you know, do research. Uh, His wife said that he was a researcher. He did a lot of research. So we we have to understand. I know it's it's, because it hurt me and I didn't even know him. But I I what I did learn from him, just knowing what everybody what they spoke about him. I learned a lot. Yeah. So, but I did know that he put God first. And that's what we all have to do. We all have to put God first in our lives. Yeah. God, he is the, he is the, uh, he takes away that grief. He's the, um, he gives you that peace. Yeah. You know, um, uh, we've, I've lost family members where, you know, didn't get a chance to see them. And I grieved. You know, because I, I was like, well, I'm here in Georgia and they're in California right. because I'm originally from California and all my family's there. And I lost a lot of aunts and uncles and cousins yeah. and didn't get a chance to see them. So what we learn, what we do is we learn from what they left, the legacies that they left. Yeah. So, but like I said, he was a very, very um, influential young man. Yeah, I think. He definitely was. And, you know, again, I feel 
to those out there who are listening who were affected whether they were directly or indirectly affected i think definitely um learn from his legacy and keep growing from that um that's what i think my take was from it and um again i wasn't i didn't know i i knew of him and i've heard of him um i had never really listened to his music but they were even saying like he wasn't really known the music was just like a part of him like it wasn't what he was known for like he, he had just put out an album but people knew him because of the work that he did in the community so that right there showed me that you know just because i work a job that doesn't have to be who I am. Exactly. You that know, my purpose can define me. Right. So, um, you well, I've never heard his music. So, yeah, like, but I just never heard listening his music, yeah. to he was positive, him, and very positive things, yeah. young man. Even as a young man, even as a young boy, a child, he was very positive. Yeah. They showed a lot of his pictures when he was a child. His father, uh, very, very, um, uh, you know, he was a very. Um, fatherly person yeah. he took pictures and did videos you know he was a good father yeah um and the, the country that they're from you know his real name they you know i couldn't even pronounce it but his yeah. real name is from the com- country he's from mm-hmm. and um his father and his mother uh they all got up there and they just spoke about him and this young man he was destined yeah, he was destined. This was his destiny. I agree. And he did make an impact. And I wouldn't be surprised in the next five to ten years, all that part of, of South Central starts to change. Wow. The people start waking up and saying, you know what? This man taught us this. Yeah, I agree. We have to carry on his legacy. Mm-hmm. And I hope they do. I hope they I do. I pray too. and I hope they do. And I hope God just engulfs and rains down on that on that area yeah and all of los angeles because yeah. they need it yes they need and it. even with gangs and all that i hope god just touches all their hearts and rains down on them because we are in the days of where all these things are going to start happening you're going to start seeing weird stuff happen right and god is pouring out his spirit upon his people that's right so um but as far as that that's all i have to say about that <laughs> okay Thank you, Mom. I appreciate it. <laughs> so that is basically going to conclude our Vibing Worldwide segment of the show. So I'm just going to go ahead and move right into the flesh versus spirit. And my flesh versus spirit this week, Mom, is a topic that um, I actually, because a lot of people don't know. Well, if you know me personally, you may know I started recently going to therapy. And one of the things that I dealt with um in my therapy sessions was caring about what others think (laughs) how others feel about me um you know whether they're gonna judge me I know even when I started the podcast I I was scared or I had a lot of fear to do it because I was thinking what are others gonna say about me are they gonna be like oh she's trying to be a preacher like you know she's trying to do this oh she thinks she changed now and like I you know my opinion about that right um but I think that I've now I have the tools necessary where I'm not um afraid to say what I feel and I know that my podcast may not be for everybody like Amanda Seals says I'm not for everybody um so, you know, it may not be for everybody, but it may be for somebody. Though you and are affecting those who 
who God wants to hear. Right. So I had to, I think once I thought about it in that perspective and then also the different things um, that she would tell me, like, think about when, when someone says something to you and you start to care about what they think, think about like, why, like, who is this person? Right. Why do I care about, like, ask yourself, why do I care about what they think? Why is what they're saying important to me? Right. Um, and so once I start doing that and evaluating those things, then I, then I can, it's almost like it levels out like, oh, okay, well, it really doesn't matter what they say. People don't define you. Yeah, they don't define you. God does. It's true. And when you have a work to do for God, and it is a battle against the flesh and the spirit, um, you have to, because uh, the, the, as the word says, the flesh is weak, but the spirit is always willing. Right. And we as children of God, we, we, we're in our flesh all the time. All the time. And so, but thank God for the spirit man, mm-hmm. because that's what God speaks to. Uh, when there's been times when I know you felt, you know, certain ways about the podcast. You thought that, you know, you know, people are going to be thinking differently about me. Yeah. But you know what? It doesn't matter what they think. Yeah, thanks. You get the word out. Yeah. You preach it and they will come. <laughs> um, so, but it's like, you know, but, but God has a work for all of us to do. Yeah. And one thing I have found, and this is to everyone. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Yeah. And if is. you are not obedient to the to the voice of the Lord, he says, my sheep know my voice. Yeah. If you're not obedient to the Holy Spirit, trust me. Same thing that happened with Jonah. He thought he could just get away with it. <laughs> go, go sit at the bottom of a boat. But God said, no, I found you. Right. So now sure. I'm going to hold you for a minute. He and we will gonna have a talk. He will chase you down. He will definitely So you can't run away from what God has for you. Yeah. And so that's where our flesh comes in. And so we have to, we have to be diligent in prayer and call on the name of the Lord when it comes down to that. Yeah. Because I know sometimes I get in my flesh. The Lord will ask me to go do something. I'll say, Father God, you don't want me to do that, do right. you? And a lot of my work, the way God uses me is he uses me to talk to people, yeah. just talk to utter strangers on the street. Right. <laughs> you know, I could be in the supermarket and just hold on a conversation with somebody. But and my spirit is um, fighting that my, my flesh is my, my spirit. My flesh is, is, is saying is fighting that. But my spirit is saying, no, Kathy, go ahead. Go ahead. I want you to speak to this person right. because a word that's going to come from you, right. it's from me to them. And it does. I think that I I know from a perspective of it's the way the enemy works. He'll turn it into like a fear. Yeah. You know, um, he'll make you feel like, you know, okay, this person is going to think this about you. This person is going to, they're going to think that you're weird if you talk to them. Or yeah. they're going to think that you're weird if you put this out there or you know, and it, and it becomes a fear. You you really start fearing the unknown. But, you know, I've learned from anything from this podcast, I've learned to do it just scared. I've learned to just put it out there. And once it's there, I Step think, out on it. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. put it out there. And then, you know, once it's out there, you know, people can make their own 
opinions or connections, but most of the feedback that I've gotten back has always been positive. And you will get that because people will, like uh, one day I was in Kroger, the store mm-hmm. Kroger, and a lady just came up to me and she said, you know, I, I said, hey, you know, I'm always saying hey. You and <laughs> um, just and when I, once I say hey, there goes the conversation. <laughs> but um, she was telling me about her husband mm-hmm. and how he was in the hospital. And she said he was very sick. And at that time, my mom was in the hospital. She had gangrene. And um, it was, uh, you know, and here it is, my mom's sick. Mm-hmm. But she's telling me about her husband. So I prayed with her. And I told her, I said, in the name of Jesus, when you go to, the, when you go, to go visit your husband this evening, yeah. he's going to be sitting up in the bed ready to see you. Wow. And so, you know, but the, the lady, she was just like, thank you. She right. says, I needed to hear that. And so... When I got home, I got a call from my sister. And you know what? My mother was sitting up in the bed talking to everybody. Wow. She was feeling fine. And she had just had surgery because um, she had gangrene, um, which had almost got to her liver. Wow. But um, by the grace of God, yep, she, made she, she made it through. Praise God. And, um, and that's like a perfect example of what mm-hmm. you were saying about how obedience is better than sacrifice because you're being obedient to the Lord, but you're sacrificing your pride and how exactly. you feel. Um, in order to respond to what God is saying, as opposed to saying, you know what, God, I'm not going to do that because I'm not going to look crazy for you, you know, but you're sacrificing that. Because I remember somebody telling me, like, once you, like, truly accept God in your life and Christ in your life, um, you know, people are going to look at you funny. They're going to look at you crazy. God's going to make you do things that people are going to be like, how did that happen? Like, why are you doing that? And so you... You really toy with that. And I think a lot of times, even with me, I think a lot of people are are afraid to completely surrender mm-hmm. because they know that that sacrifice portion comes in. You might have to sacrifice your job. You might have to sacrifice your, um, you know, the way that you live your life or the way that you're used to doing things. Mm-hmm. And that's hard. That's right. hard because you're giving up everything about you. Because it doesn't, it's not about you anymore. It's about what Jesus. the work of God, right? It's all about you, Jesus. So the scripture that I got for, um, you know, that I wanted my listeners to know that the Lord put on my heart um, was Proverbs 18 and 2. And it says, fools find no pleasure in understanding, but delight in airing their own opinions. And so to me, that scripture just fit perfectly with. Mm-hmm. caring Amen. about what other people think because you know their opinions you know fools will air their own opinions mm-hmm. without being cautious of what the other person is feeling right. or how they feel um and so which is why god is saying like don't they're fools yeah. you shouldn't even be concerned they're, they're about operating that. in the flesh yeah they're operating they're in the not flesh. operating in the spirit so you know but every every opportunity that god has given me to 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 touch someone, um, I have gotten positive response, Um, even at my church, you know. They say, you know, I went to go say hi to a lady one day at church, and they said, who is that? And she said, that's Sister Kathy, and she says, she knows everybody. Right. And, you know, I took that kind of like, okay, God, what does that mean? (laughs) You know, but then he said, it doesn't matter, Kathy. It's what you're doing that's affecting because 
And now I, I like the people. I do like people. I am a people person. Yeah, you are. And um, not to say I'm, I'm very relational. Yeah. You know, but as far as uh, my me liking people right. and wanting to, Jesus did the same thing. Jesus, he, he held back from certain people. Right. He yeah. held those certain people with the, those Pharisees and I Sadducees. Think you can, I think you can be, can, I think you can be nice to people and you can talk to different people, but it doesn't mean you're all, con, you're not connected to everyone right. Right. because they may not be connected to your purpose. Right. I think, um, I remember, um, Marcus was, my friend Marcus was saying that he was saying like, you know, he would always ask me, you know, before I interview someone, he'd be like, is this person connected to your purpose? And I never thought about that because I would always be like, I'm scared to ask them or I don't want to put it. But it was it's almost like, are you listening to God's voice? Because if they're not Amen. connected to your purpose, you can still speak to them. You can say, hey, how you doing? Yeah. I love your energy or I love whatever your brand is. But if they're not really connected to you, then That's they won't right. stay. Yeah. God is not going to. He'll put them in your path for that moment. But they they may not be there permanently. Amen. So That's right. Um, so some ways that I wanted to also um, give to people some ways that I adopted um, to not care about what people think is let go of your perfection. That's number one. Yes. Um, the fact that you're not perfect and that other people, a lot of times when they look at you and their opinions, they're actually judging themselves. Mm -hmm. So they see something and they're trying to make you like this perfect and put you in a perfect little box. Mm -hmm. And they'll tell you, oh, this is wrong with you and this is wrong with you. But nothing's really actually wrong with you because you're not perfect. Exactly. So um, <laughs> that's one thing I had to let go of was the idea in, in my mind that I, I can't please everybody. Everybody's going to have their opinion about mm -hmm. how they feel about me. I'm not perfect. The second thing is know what God says about you. And that's what you said, mom. Um, because it's important to know what God thinks about you because he is your creator. That's right. The people who are giving the opinions are not. And so it's so important to focus on what he says about you and the things that, that, um, he says about you are what's important and what you should carry around in your heart. Because he's the author and finisher of your faith. Faith. That's right. And number three, find your tribe. And that's just meaning surround yourself with people who actually care Amen. and love you friends and family um and a saying that i saw that i read and it said cultivate authenticity so that means that build a tribe that because if you're real if you're honest and you're open and you're genuine mm -hmm. you if you cultivate that the right people will be attracted to you that is correct and so um i think I think for me, I have those people in my life and the people that are not authentic or they don't see they see me for me or they don't see me for me. Those people will eventually drift away because they're right. not going to want to stay or whatever for whatever reason. Right. But the people who are really, you know, your friends, your family, the people that God bring in your life, they will see you for you and they'll love you for you. That's genuine. Yeah, it's genuine. Yeah. So that's pretty much it for my flesh versus spirit. How did you feel about that, Mom? Oh, it was a good topic. Good I like topic. you. Yeah, you did okay. real well on that. So you just have to um, just to the to the audience to just let them know that always be obedient. Yeah, always be obedient to the voice of God. I don't care how it looks. 
just do it. I have been in situations where I've, you know, I'll say, Father, you know, that's going to really embarrass me. Right. And he says, it's not about you, Kathy. It's about me and what I have for you to do. So just make sure that you be obedient because it is better than sacrifice. Amen. And on that note, we're going to go to a break. We'll be right back. This break has been brought to you by Inscribe Inspiration, LLC. Put the pen in your hand and let your heart speak. Penda L. James, Scribe Coach. Check her out at Twitter or IG at at Penscribe or at at Scribe Coach. Let's get back to the show. Hey guys, we're back. Thanks so much for joining us. And as always, I'm your host, Monisha, and I have my mom. Kathy Gaither. Kathy, mom, you don't have to give your last name. Okay. You Kathy. and Jamia love to give your last name. Anyway, so um, so basically my vibe of the week is obviously the title of the show. It's Overcoming Grief. And so for those who know me um, or are close to me, um, you probably know that I lost my oldest sister most recently um, to cancer. And so I've been really dealing with that. Like, um, it's off and on. I, I never really experienced it, I guess, when grandma passed because mm-hmm. I felt like she was ready to go. Mm-hmm. You know, I think yeah. when you when someone that you love is tired and I watched her go through so much. Right. Um, I was able to deal with it accordingly. It didn't mm-hmm. bother me as much. Like I cried a little bit, but I knew that she was happy. Mm-hmm. But with my sister, her name was Cheryl. I felt like um, I couldn't. I I think because she was young mm-hmm. and forty six. Forty six, and I felt like um, she still had so much life to live. She did. And um, although you know, cancer is one of those things that affects everyone. Um, and you, you know, because in our family, my dad had had cancer, but he got over it and mm-hmm. he's healthy and living well. Eight years cancer free. Eight years cancer free. I really, I really believed that she was going to live. And then when she passed, it just, I, it was, it hit me hard. Like it really, it bothered me because um, I just felt like, she didn't deserve it. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt all these different feelings. Like uh, I was telling my therapist that I felt like unfinished. I felt like um, I didn't get to tell her because I wasn't with her when she passed. I saw her after she kind of. Um, I don't think she was. She was aware either. Yeah. Um, I remember her telling us that. Um, something good was going to happen. Yeah. You know, she kept saying something good's going to happen, you know, like this big thing that yeah. God has showed her. But um, I think that uh, when God shows us things, it's not the same what we think. It's he, good, yeah. Our thoughts are not his thought, like his thoughts. We don't think like him. We may be thinking it's like a big thing. Right. But it's really, really not, you know, it's uh, something that God has for us, yes. But um, because she was sick and um, and she had to have the chemotherapy, and for a while it was working, apparently, according to the doctors. Yeah. But, um, you know, we don't, like I said earlier, we don't know where death is for any of us. Right. Um, as for the young man, 
who passed, who, who they had his funeral. Yeah, Nipsey. Um, we don't know where God. We have here, we have a work to do. And whatever that work is, we have to get it accomplished before our time. Yeah. So God doesn't want us to waste our time because we all are like great grains of sand. Yeah. You know, uh, or, you know, we're just kind of right. here and then washed away. Right. But we have to know that God, our lives are in God's hands. He he directs our every path, every word, every every step, every move that we make. We think that we're doing it, but God is doing it. Yeah. He's in control. Um, Cheryl, um, you know, she went through a lot with the ke- with the chemo. Yeah. And um, you know, your father and I went to the hospital with her and um on days that, you know, whenever we could go. Right. And uh it was just it was it was very heart wrenching, but right. we were all positive. Yeah, we were and all we positive. And we were positive and just believing because we said, "Hey, he healed your dad." Right, and that's what so, I think. I kept thinking in my mind that it would never happen to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had aunts that had cancer, um, <clears throat> and my dad. You know, when my dad got it, you know, we didn't think that it would. Um, that it would be him. But when we found out, we were like, we're going to be positive. He's going to beat this. Like, we didn't let that stop us. And, you know, I guess because I felt because I wasn't around as much with Cheryl, um, I felt uh, like, I felt like, you know, as humans, I think we have, and that's probably our flesh, (laughs) we feel like we have control. Like, we want to have control. Like, you think that you're doing it by being positive and being there, but it's really God doing it. So so I think for a long time, I was thinking, if I had only been there, if I had only said these things, Mm -hmm. if I had only, and, you know, ultimately, like you said, like, you know, our purpose is our purpose, and when it's our time, you know, it, that's not going to matter. You know, right. it's like, so... Um, yeah, we're not... We we have to understand that when, when, when God has a work for us to do, we do it. Yeah. God had wor- a work for Cheryl to do. Yeah, she did. Um, I remember she came to me many, many years ago, and she said... She asked me, she says, um, what does it mean when she has showed me this verse, right? Mm-hmm. And... Um, I couldn't remember the name of the verse, but uh, she asked me about the verse, and I said, oh, that, that means that you're going to be a, an educator, mm-hmm. a teacher. And so that's what she ended up being, an educator, yeah, a teacher. She did. And so, um, you know, we have, to, we have to just do, and she, and she doesn't realize she had effect, an effect on all those people yeah, at her job. Yeah, she had an effect on a lot of people. Um, the children, yep. you know, she had an effect on everyone. So she... She did what she was supposed to do. Yeah. And so, um, unfortunately, cancer, you know, came on her. But, you know, we, like I said, we have no control over our lives. God is in total control. When we think we're in control, that's why when you see people that get in these accidents and they don't, like, real bad accidents. Right. And they don't die. And you're like, God, they could have, they were supposed right. to die. Was, yeah. It's because if they were not. Right. Because God is in control. Right. He was he keeping wakes us them. up. That's right. He puts us down. He lays us down. We have to make sure that we are doing his will. That's we right. have to be in his will. Because when we get out of his will, that's when that's when life runs amok with yeah. us and things don't go well. Yeah. So the 
the next part that I wanted to share that some scriptures that, um, you know, that I read because I started doing like different devotionals about grief because I, I did go to therapy, but I knew that, um, you know, part, which is, which is good. I think that's part of it. But the other part is you have to still do your work with God. Right. Like you still have to talk to him um, because there are some spaces and gaps that only he can fill. Amen. And so, um, so I started reading different devotionals about grief and loss um, because I wanted to, I wasn't, I wasn't able to deal with my emotions. I was crying at work <laughs> spontaneously yeah. and um, I didn't know why. Like I, I'm a crier typically, but mm-hmm. I feel like normally I'm able to at least control it. But this was uncontrollable. I mean, I would be talking to my boss and then tears would just start falling down my eyes. And she's like, you know, it wasn't until somebody came to me and they saw me crying and they were like, are you okay? Like, have you seen a counselor? Have you seen? And I was like, because in my mind, I thought, you know, when someone passes, you'll be fine. Like, you'll get over it. But you, when it's someone that close to you, like a sibling or a mother or a father, you, I mean, it's a lot. It's a well, lot. That's where it all falls down into the flesh and the spirit. Yeah. Your flesh is crying. Yeah. Your spirit's at peace. Yeah. Your spirit's at peace, really. But your flesh is crying. You're hurting. Right. You're hurting. Your, 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 your flesh is hurting and you're missing her. And because I do, there are times when I'm in the car and all of a sudden I'll start thinking about her. Yeah. And, um, you know, and just, you know, if I tell someone I lost my daughter or we're talking about loss or whatever. Yeah. And I just start breaking out, breaking down and crying, you know. But um, we have to understand that it's our flesh because God, he says he's a comforter. Yeah, he's a comforter. And he, and the comforter, he's already comforted us. And he's, yeah. every day, he's comforting us. Yeah, he does. But what happens is he's, our flesh gets very weak. Yeah. And that's where the flesh and the spirit come in. And right. One of the scriptures that I read, um, which was Deuteronomy 31 and 6, and it says, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord, your God, goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. And That's so right. um, that was one of the scriptures that he showed me because I really wasn't going to talk about it. Um, it was on my heart. I had wrote it down. Like I had wrote this episode down like mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. And I wasn't going to talk about it. But then you know, the Lord was like, I want you to talk about it because it could be someone out there that is experiencing those similar, um, those similar issues. And so I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to talk about it. And I waited, I procrastinated <laughs> a couple of weeks. Cause I was like, Lord, you want me to expose this? Um, and then he was like, I not only want you to talk about your, how you're feeling. I want you to talk about how you're going to therapy, how is it affecting your family. And that's when he led me to bring you on the Mm show. Um, And hopefully dad one day when he's ready to talk. But he's still grieving. Yeah, he's still grieving. So um, I think the other scripture was too. And then I'm going to mom let you talk about the part about losing a child. Um, But the other scripture was Deuteronomy 31 and 8. And it says, the Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. So that's just the other way of saying it, I guess, um, what we just said. Um, but yeah, so as far as 
because I can't speak from a perspective of losing a child. Mm-hmm. I can pe- speak from a per- perspective of losing a, a sibling. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you want to elaborate on that? Like for someone who loses a child, how does that make you feel? Well, um, because, and I'm, and because I, Cheryl is my stepdaughter. She right. was my stepdaughter. Um, but I raised her. I, you know, raised her grandson, her, raised her son. Yeah. And she was a big part of my life. Mm-hmm. We lived, we lived, we were taking care of your grandma. Right. And so um, she would come to me as a mother. You know, she would right. come to me and say, I need your opinion on this. Can you tell me why? So I developed a relationship with her and it was a strong relationship. And yes, it did hurt me. Yeah. It hurt me really hard. And I I just, I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, why? Mm -hmm. And he just said, let me do what I do. That's how God talks to me, everybody, by the way. (laughs) He tells me, Kathy, let me do what I do. Because I'm like a two-year-old. Why? (laughs) Why, God? (laughs) So he tells me, he says, there's a purpose why all this is happening. Yeah. It could be bringing our family together. Yeah. Which I think it is. Yeah. Um, We have just, there's a lot, we had some separation there for a while, but it's bringing the family together. Yeah. And it's, it's teaching all of us. God letting all of us know that God is in control. Right. We are not in control. And life is short. And life is short. Yeah. And, and we have to make the best of our lives. God wants us to, he wants us to, um, to be in good health. And he wants us to, to thrive. And he wants us to do well. And he wants us, he wants the best for us. Yeah, he does. God loves us. God loves you. God loves me. God loves everyone. And he wants the best for us. He wants everyone. He, he doesn't wish that no one perish. Yeah. And so we have to, and when I mean perish, that means go to hell. Mm. Um, when we die, yes, we do go to heaven or hell. So he wants us all to be with him. Right. And he wants us, just like I wanted my daughter to to be with me, and I want my da- my children to, to communicate with me and... That's how God wants us to communicate right. with him because oh we God, are his so children. It's true. So, and, and he knows, he knows we are hurt. He knows what's going to happen way before we do. He knew what was going to happen to Cheryl way before right. we did. He knew it was going to happen to my husband way before he did. And the same thing with anyone. So just remember that don't fear. Just make sure that you are, you know, that you... You stay looking to the hills from which cometh your help. Right. So build that relationship and build your relationship with God. God yeah. And you, because you have to. It's imperative. Yeah. Because we are in the days of where things are going to happen, and we're going to be like, right. one day one person's there, the next minute they're gone. And I think it makes it easier. I mean, I don't want to say it makes it easier, but I think it makes. A little more understanding when we have that relationship with God. I'm always telling my listeners, it's not about religion. It's about relationship. Relationship. 
um, I was talking to a friend today about, you know, a lot of people leave the church because of religion. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not good because they start pulling away from God. They start pulling their, they tie that religion in with the relationship. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, okay, God is judging me just like these people are judging me. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case. And the relationship is what he wants. He could care less about how you dress. He could care less about how you live your life right now. He's trying to, he is the one who will come in and make those things better. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so he wants you in the state that you're in. Exactly. He wants you in the messed up, tear toe up state that you're in because he is our rescuer he is our savior Amen. so um just so, like jesus with mary magdalene right she she was she was a she was a whore so he told her you know go and sin no more i know what you are right right but I, and she ended up following him right and she changed right so we just have we just have to and be the people, willing i think they need to know like people don't change, right? So That's the fact right. that she followed him, mm-hmm. and and I and I stress this because people come to church and they think that, especially Christians, mm-hmm. they want to. And I, what is that thing that I say, Mom, all the time? I say Christians want to be the savior. They yeah. want to save. You're not the savior. As Christians, we are not the savior. Christ and God, they're the savior. They come in and make the change in the person. Amen. Our job is just to love that we person, are the be open to that person, and help them along the way, mm-hmm. share with them our testimony. Amen. But we are not to try to save them. That's not the case. I think right. that I think that that's what happens is that they say, "Oh, look like this, do like this, be like me." But the the if you're trying to be like them, that's just a outer layer of who they are you don't actually know what that person is right what they are inside and so i remember just going through that um as when i first really got into god i was i was looking at these people and i was saying i want to be like them Mm -hmm. you know in my mind i wouldn't say it out loud but i was thinking like I, I mean, this is how the Christians lay a woman, mm-hmm. the Christian woman is supposed to act. But God was saying to me, you think that's the way they're, they're supposed they're to right. act, no, uh. but that is not mm-hmm. what they're doing. And then he had to reveal to me, like, let me show you how messed up these people are. And okay. then stuff started coming out about mm-hmm. them and things that they were doing in the church. And he was showing me, like, I planted you here because I wanted you to see that this is how I do not want you to be. I exactly. want you to be transparent. I want you to tell people your testimony. Mm-hmm. Even though it's hard, and I think, Mom, you told me that like all my life is like obedience is better than sacrifice, and I probably really just didn't get it until now. But it's it's it is hard to be obedient when you are sacrificing who you are. But that's why He wants us to die to our flesh. We have to die. To we have ourselves. to die to our flesh. We have to kill it. And I'm always asking God to kill my flesh, but He's like, "Are you really ready to kill your flesh? You are you to. really ready to yeah. sacrifice the things?" that you that you hold dear because those mm-hmm. things are out of the window when you give up and and take up your cross and follow him. That's right. So it's 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 always going to be a work in progress. Mm-hmm. I think it's a challenge every day um with different things, but I think with the griefing part, it just really took me by surprise because I had never really dealt with death on that level. Mm-hmm. And um 
And so I think I've gotten better. I think that our family has yeah, gotten a little bit I better. I think every day it gets easier. It gets easier. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, I, I go to my sessions and I tell, you know, it helps. I really do believe that my sister knew that I loved her. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's all I can say about it. Like, I can't mm-hmm. even, I can't, I, I can't change the past. I can't. You know, I can only live for today. Right. And so, um, but it does make me think that in my time, I need to make sure that I'm leaving my legacy because I don't know where my life will be right. in like 10 or 15 years. I mean, my prayer is to live long. Our All of our prayers is to live um, a long, healthy life. Mm-hmm. But the truth of the matter is, is that there may be a time where we may fall sick or something may mm-hmm. happen, but you want to just make sure that you are affecting people's lives mm-hmm. in the right way, in the godly way that God is, um, that God has, uh, you know, made you for your purpose. Right. So, um, ultimately that's pretty much where I stand mm-hmm. with that. So, um, so we're going to go ahead and close out the show. Mom, I usually let my guests close out in prayer and pray for the people, my listeners. So do you want to pray or do you want me to pray? Well, uh, you go ahead and pray. <laughs> okay. You're the prayer warrior. Am I the prayer yes, warrior? You okay. So dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for everything that you have done for us, God. Thank you for waking us up this morning, Lord. And thank you for starting us on our way, Lord. I thank you for all my listeners, yes, all my thank you. all my followers on my Instagram, Lord, Father God. I just thank you for the people that are being touched by my podcast. Lord, Father yes, God, I thank Lord. you for all the different um, uh, bloggers, podcasters, uh, influencers that have entered into my life that yes. have been able to come on my podcast and spread their purpose and their message through my podcast that it may touch someone else and lord father god we just touch the listener right now yes. that is out there that may be grieving lord father Jesus god grieving right whether it be someone that they knew directly or didn't know directly lord we ask that you come in and yes, touch their lord. heart right now and heal them whatever grief that they're dealing with lord and that they have the ability to move on and, and give them the strength to be strong and courageous yes, and 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 Bless and them. come in to give them boldness so that they're able to carry on and carry out their purpose um your 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 purpose in their lives so we just thank you for that lord and i and i always say at the end of my episodes um you know i can't always assume that everybody who listens to my podcast is a christian or is saved so i ask that you go to my website and definitely do the prayer of salvation accept christ into your heart you don't have to be with a minister you don't have to be in a church you can be right where you are you could be in your car you could be in your bedroom you can be in your closet I think you'll be anywhere and accept Christ right where you are. He will come in and he will fix the mess. Don't don't try to take it up on yourself to fix the mess. Um, Don't try to depend on yourself to fix your mess. Let God come in and fix that mess for you. And he will heal you of those things. So I thank you guys for listening, Mom. Thank you for coming on for the show. You're welcome. And always remember, everyone, obedience is better than sacrifice. That's the word. And all you have to do is come humble as a lamb. (laughs) That's the word. So I thank you guys for listening. Godly Vibes Only podcast. Um, make sure you guys are tuning in to the other episodes. If you have any comments, prayers, um, requests, I don't think I mentioned that at the beginning of the show, but if you do, you know, you can DM me on Instagram at the handle Godly Vibes Only Podcast, as well as my website, Godly Vibes Only Thank you guys so much for your support. God bless. I love you guys. See you guys next time. <laughs>